This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. So, something to keep in mind. But we'll talk more about this today. I want to get to another issue because uh, I'm surprised that this is still an issue, actually. Uh, back in 2015, March of 2015, as a matter of fact, the Skin Cancer Prevention Act was passed by the legislature. Right? So, our understanding of how legislatures work, a bill gets tabled, debated, first, second, third reading, then it's passed. Well, it's not quite law at that point, I guess, until it's proclaimed. And here we are now, two years later, that hasn't happened. So regardless of how you feel about the, the ban prevents minors from using tanning beds, I guess it's odd that the bill that was passed is not yet law. Joining us uh, for more... Uh, welcome to the program, Evie Eshpeter, who's a policy and health promotion uh, team member with the Canadian Cancer Society. Evie, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me. Okay, well, what, what's been going on the past two years then? Yeah, that's a good question. We're not we're not really sure. Um, we know that uh, there was a change in government, so we wonder if maybe that potentially had something to do with it. But we just feel like this legislation hasn't been a priority, and um, so it hasn't been proclaimed, as you said, and until it's proclaimed, it's not enacted. And if it's not enacted, it's not doing its job of protecting Alberta's kids from UV exposure to UV radiation from artificial tanning beds. Okay, well, I guess obviously what happened in the meantime was uh, we had an election, we had a change in government, but... Hmm. This new government, the NDP, supported that bill, didn't they? Yeah, they definitely did. They were very, very supportive of the bill. In fact, I mean, the entire government was supportive at the time, which you don't often see. It had unanimous all-party support during the readings and its passage. So, um, and yes, the the NDP were very supportive, speaking in favor of the beer, the bill during during that time. Okay. So, w- what does the bill do? So the bill, um, one of the biggest components of the bill is it will prevent young people under the age of 18 from accessing indoor tanning equipment. And the reason for that is that we know that when you use tanning beds at a younger age, your risk of, of melanoma is higher. Uh, under the age of 35, your risk increases 59%. And so that's why we're focusing on prohibiting young people from, from using tanning beds. And of course, melanoma is the deadliest form of skin cancer. It accounts for 80% of skin cancer deaths. So that is, that's probably the, ma- the biggest component of the legislation. But in addition to that, it will also um, prohibit marketing um, tanning, indoor tanning to persons under the age of 18, and it will mandate the disclosure of health risks. So there'll be signage and health risks will be disclosed within marketing materials because we want people to be aware at any age um, that, that indoor tanning is dangerous and they, it is a risk to their health. Okay, so anyone under the age of 18 would not be allowed to, to use an indoor tanning bed? That's correct. Okay, and, and that's within one of these establishments. What if someone is able to, to purchase one for personal use? Would, would it apply? Yeah, with the personal use, we, um, we, it does not cover that. Um, it does, however, cover um, um, unmonitored tanning beds. So in some locations, some gyms will have indoor tanning beds, and you can go in and use them without any, any sort of monitoring, and those will no longer be permitted either. Okay. Well, I mean, let's talk about the, the risk here because, you know, if somebody says, okay, well, I got this, you know, special event coming up, maybe I'll, I'll go use a tanning bed just, just one time, just for that reason, there's not necessarily a, a big risk from that. Is, is the risk, does the risk come from multiple extensive use of these? Yeah, well, 
we do know that, uh, you know, anytime you're exposing yourself to UV radiation, you are putting your skin at risk. So you don't even have to have a tan in order to incur DNA damage, which is scary because people seem to think that it's only if they get a burn. Um, but it is cumulative. So um, you might go once and your risk won't necessarily be as high, but um, we, have a, we know that if you go 10 times or more, you can double your risk of melanoma. So it definitely is cumulative um, over the years and over the times that you use tanning better have UV exposure. Uh, would it not be a compromise then to at least leave it to, to parents that if a parent thought that as, as a one-off that would be okay for their teenage son or daughter, they, they could you know, sign permission or, or something along those lines? Yeah, uh, that, and that's a good question. Um, I guess we just don't see any instance where a, a parent should be able to override um, a law and let their, I guess not override a law, but there shouldn't be an instance or a case when a parent can say, no, it's okay that I expose my child to a known carcinogen. And the law is to protect youth, and we want to protect all youth. So um, we, we advise against a parental consent. Right. For well, I mean, I guess I, I wouldn't be allowed to buy my teenager cigarettes, right? Whatever. That's right. Exactly. Same thing. Okay, well, talk about how tanning beds are different than from uh, sun tanning. Obviously, if teenagers want to get a tan and it's a warm, sunny day, they can go and do that. Yeah, there, well, both of them emit UV radiation, and there's UVA and UVB. Um, some beds, there's, they, they're different in the types of radiation that they, they actually emit. But, you know, um, one of the questions we get is, well, you know, what about outdoor tanning? And the, and the truth is, is that any kind of radiation exposure, UV radiation exposure, is unsafe. So whether you're using a tanning bed or you're tanning outside, um, it's not good in either case. Um, and I think the, the thing with indoor tanning is that in Alberta, particularly, we get really long winters and we don't get a lot of sun, unfortunately. So it enables youth and anyone really to have access to UV exposure during times that they wouldn't ordinarily be exposed by the sunlight. So it makes it more accessible and they can go frequently and at higher intensity as well. We know that UV or beds emit UV rays that are 5 to 15 percent sorry, 5 to 15 times higher than the midday sun. Right, so what, what do we see elsewhere in Canada? I know other provinces have these laws on the books. Where, where, how does Alberta compare? Yeah, um, Alberta is now the only province that doesn't have legislation enacted um, that, is, uh, that prevents uh, indoor tanning by young people. Um, all other provinces have an enacted legislation, and actually back in 2015, Saskatchewan wasn't really looking at indoor tanning legislation, but um, motivated by the passage of the Skin Cancer Prevention Act, they did pass and enact their legislation within two months. Um, sorry, they passed legislation, and within two months they enacted it, so in the year of 2015. And Manitoba, since that time, has also uh, strengthened their regulation. So we talked about parental consent form. That is what they used to allow in Manitoba. They no longer allow that any longer. And uh, now Alberta is the only province that, that hasn't taken steps to, to enact this legislation and prevent young people from exposure. I mean, is it too soon to, to draw conclusions then from other jurisdictions about the effect of these laws? Um, I mean, is this enough of a problem that if we, we banned it, we would see a measurable impact on, on rates of melanoma? Yeah, that's, you know, it takes some time to for cancer to, um, to reveal itself or the onset of cancer. But we do see with melanoma that the, that the onset is 
or the latency period between exposure and onset is much shorter, and that is why melanoma is actually one of the number one or one of the top uh, forms of cancer in young people 15 to 29 years of age. So, um, you know, we don't we haven't seen the results in melanoma rates at this point, but we. Uh, Statistics Canada did release data recently that showed that indoor tanning in the West was the highest in the country. So we know that it is it is impacting user rates, which is really good news. All right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, as mentioned, this this law passed, so it is curious. Uh, Evie, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, take care. Evie Peter with the Canadian Cancer Society. Uh, so... I mean, it's not unreasonable for them to say to the government, you supported this bill, it passed, why don't you proclaim this law? If the NDP thinks they've got a better idea for how to address this, then maybe they should table new legislation. So it is an odd situation, regardless of where you come down on this, that a law passed in the legislature but was not proclaimed. And two years later, the law is not in force. That is odd. Do we need a law banning minors from using tanning beds? Tanning beds seem so trivial, so silly, so superficial. Why does anybody need a tanning bed, I guess? But is that the right way to look at the question? Adults will still be free to use indoor tanning beds. There's going to be more of an expectation, though, that the risks uh, of using tanning beds be posted, that that risk be communicated to people. As she mentioned, you know, melanoma rates. Uh, as uh, one story points out here, melanoma is one of the fastest-growing preventable cancers, and research indicates that using indoor tanning equipment during youth increases the risk by nearly 60%. The society estimates that one-third of 17-year-old girls abuse tanning beds. I suspect that it is something that, that's far more common among uh, females and males. Is that an overgeneralization, or is that probably true? Anyway, your thoughts on that, 403-974-8255. i got a few other things to get to as well. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.